another episode of 1% Better. Today, we're talking about the top three things people who are succeeding in what they're doing. And I have a favorite guest of mine. We're talking to Kelsey, who is our CrossFit function nutrition coach and the host of our nine-week level up program. And she has some great insight into the successes that her clients have seen. And she's going to be sharing those insights with us. So she's going to talk about three main reasons why successful people see success. And that's going to revolve around them being open to asking for help, having a bigger plan that can be condensed down into micro steps, and then most importantly, setting the environment up for success. I can't wait to share Kelsey's insight with you. So buckle up. This is going to be a great episode. Let's go. Another episode of 1% Better. Taryn Dubriel here, founder of CrossFit Function. Last week, I talked about the top three things that people who weren't seeing success in what they were doing. And today, we're going to talk about the top three things people who are seeing success in what they're doing. And I brought on one of my favorite guests. It's our resident nutrition coach, Kelsey Zabitnoff. Kelsey, what's up? Hey, Taryn. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Yeah, right on. Uh, We've done a few episodes together and we always have a good time. We cover some really great topics. This one's going to be no different. Um, Yeah, today we're talking about successful things that people who have seen success are doing. And this is really cool because you are on a roll with your nutrition clients, but also with your nine week level up clients, seeing some crazy before and after transformation stories give us like a highlight reel of some of the successes that are coming out of your nine week level up program um well one of them like one of my clients she has been working with her for about six months now um and she has lost over 30 pounds of body fat in the last six months um and i think the biggest point that i think is just really exciting to see is that, yeah, maybe she's lost this weight, but it was the mindset that she had shifted along the way. Um, one around her way she looked at food, the way she approached her workouts, the way she has just been approaching life um, and just some like simple tasks. So the main thing is just like seeing her transform with that mindset and realizing that she can do hard things, even though like her brain is telling her otherwise. And So for those of those of you who are listening that don't know much about our nine week level up program, I'll actually link in our show notes, our original podcast that I had done about our nine week level up. And now Kelsey holds or heads that program and has just like taken off on a skyrocket with it. The cool thing about the nine week level up program is that it's all about the bigger things than just like food and nutrition and fitness. Um, So it's so cool to hear the success stories, Kelsey, when you tell us, because like some of the things that these guys are, are winning on are, you know, they're losing weight and they're getting fitter and they're doing all those amazing things. But like the wins are just so astronomical outside of that superficial level of just losing weight. And it's always such a cool story. Um, yeah. All right. Which actually, kind of coincidentally, this is how this podcast topic came up. Was It started with us talking about some of these wins that your guys were, were having. Yeah. We, 
we, um, you know, we were talking about the level up program and we were talking about the successes and you and I kind of came on three main things that your clients were doing. Give us a little bit insight to those three key topics. Um, like what they were looking for kind of thing. Yeah, like or, what, what they were doing um, they were, helping them see success. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like one of the things, the major thing was just them seeking help. They knew that they could only get so far. Um, so by just approaching a coach and asking for help for in the areas that they just weren't seeing the success in, that was one of the huge things that they have um, been doing with uh, the other thing is just having a bigger plan that um, that they can just break down and work on small, actionable um, goals to get to that bigger goal in the end. And the other thing is just setting up an environment for success, um, whether that is their, the people that they're working with within the gym, but it's also the people that support them outside of the gym and are coaching. Um, it's like setting up their family life, their friends, and setting up an environment that's going to help them succeed um, and reach those goals on their own. And when you and I kind of pulled those key topics out of our conversation, you know, we both said the same thing is like, it's not magic. Like these things are not shiny squirrel secret formulas that, you know, these clients know any different than other people. It's like, we all know what we need to be doing, but these people have demonstrated maybe a little bit more tenacity in pursuing some of these very specifics of it. Um, so it really was no surprise when you and I got it down in the details of like what was helping yeah. them see success. Hey, like it was, yeah. I don't want to say it was common sense, but it wasn't a surprise, right? No. And I think a major, one of the major things is that people think that it has to be some big extravagant thing that they need to do to see success. And they're actually quite surprised when it's like just very small, actionable things that they need to do. Um, and it's not these big shiny objects that they think that they need. Like if I could take anything out of the last 15 years of working in the fitness industry, it'd be that like, it's not rocket science. Yeah. It's just do the little things. Yeah. But they're unsexy yeah. and they're boring. And that's why people struggle with them so much. All right. Yeah. Let's no, exactly. dig in. Let's kind of pull these topics apart. So the first thing you mentioned was that the people you have been working with that have had such great success are generally people that have no problem seeking help. So maybe elaborate on that a little bit. Why do you think that that's such a crucial part of them seeing success is them asking for help? I think it's just them putting their ego aside um, and realizing that, yeah, you you know all the things, but it's when you seek help from a coach that one has either been there or just has other resources, that's when they're going to start seeing the success that they want. Um, and it's just like showing another perspective as well as having that person hold you accountable. Um, that's one of the things, like I sit down with my clients once a week and we sit down face to face and like, hey, like, what are you struggling with? What are the bright spots that are going on in your life? Um, let's break it down so that we can get into the details, right? So if they're really struggling with something, then it's like, hey, like, let's talk about it. What, why are you struggling with this? And 
having allowing me to give them some actionable tips as well as just work through it together so that they can even try to start forming that mindset on their own and develop some of those habits that way. You said something really interesting. Um, you said about the outside perspective of the value of having a coach who's been there, who's done that type of thing. You know, we've, we've talked about your story specifically, like you as a client, you as just a human being and this amazing, like hundred pound weight loss journey that you have been on, but the amount of experience that your clients can draw from that story alone, you know, having a coach is so much about buying speed and time. Like think about how much time it took you to go through that process and learn all of the things that needed to be done. And now you know all those things and you can relay them to someone else to help them achieve the same story in less amount of time, right? So valuable. Oh, exactly. I was having that conversation actually with a client this morning. um, And I just said, I am so proud of you for seeking the help now because you remind me so much of myself. And if I had seeked help earlier, like I would just been so much farther along. Um, Not that I haven't seen some major success from seeking help, like even if it was later, but when I started my weight loss journey or my mindset, because it was, it had to do a lot with mindset. Um, I just felt that I would have been so much farther along. So seeking help has been a huge impact on my life. Why do you think that we struggle as human beings to ask for help? I think again, it's like a part of the ego. Um, they think like, I should know these things. These are things are simple. Like I know how to do this. So why can't I just do it? Um, So I think it's just like, they're afraid of putting their pride aside and just realizing that like, it's okay to like not have all the answers. (laughs) The, like, like you you hit, you took the words right out of my mouth. (laughs) The, the whole thing, like it's, it's okay to not have all the answers, but also at the same time, they're beating their heads against the wall that I should just know how to do this. Um, I, whenever my clients tell me that I should just know how to do this, I always use myself as an example, like 15 years in the fitness industry, I can write exercise programs with my eyes closed and I can tell people and write nutrition programs with my eyes closed. Like (laughs) I know what works and what doesn't. And yet I still go through the same struggle. So it's not even about not knowing the answers. That's not, that's not the, like, if that was the answer, we would all be out of a job because that information yeah. is readily available on the internet for free for anyone. But the value of that no, coach exactly. is making sure that you get it done, right? That you do it, that you can find your way through all the struggles, the, the nitty gritty stuff. And it's so different. Yeah. It's not the information. No. And I think a lot of it also comes down to like, we just are, we hit decision fatigue. Like we're making so many different decisions throughout the day that it's like, why do we not just eliminate that by seeking help from someone else that again, you don't have to go and Google all these things when there's a coach that's going to do the, like the dirty work for you to give you the actionable steps that you need to take um, to get you to where you want to be and just taking out that decision fatigue on its own. The best part of it too, I, I, I love the transformation stories where they understand the value of the coach, but then they understand just having a coach in general and you watch them transform like other areas of their life because they go and they seek out yeah. specific advice 
related to other parts that they're struggling with. Like maybe they go get a money coach or like a financial advisor or whatever it might be that they're pursuing in their life. And all of a sudden, like they're on this like tremendous path of growth because, oh, it's not the how, it's the who, right? And who can help me achieve these things? So yeah, it's such a, I mean, I'm big on, I think that us as human beings, we really struggle to ask for help. So it's no surprise when you and I were talking about it, that all of the people who are seeing such great success in the nine week level up program right now are all people who generally like just in general have no problem saying who can help me with this and how do I do this? You know? So I think if you're listening to this and you're someone who's struggling with maybe just getting started or knowing where to start, like asking for help is the number one step. It's not go and do a bunch of research. It's not all this. Just save your time and money and just go ask for help. Go find somebody who can help you. Yeah. Okay. Um, One of the other things that you and I talked about was their ability to see and have a bigger plan, but then execute on it at a very micro scale. So like on a daily task type of thing. So tell me a little bit more why this is really successful for your nine week level up program. I think it comes down to when they break things down into smaller steps, it's easier to, and like one of the things we work on with our level up clients is we work on a tracker. So like we set up these daily steps and each day you're going to log in and you're just going to hit that checkbox. So like if you are, you're, you have this bigger goal, like for example, let's use weight loss. Like, you know, it's a matter of here, here's your macros for the day and you're just going to check those off. And so at the end of the week, you can see where you're at and it just allows you to be one step closer to that goal instead of like looking at some big, massive number um, where we just want to look at this daily tax and that we can feel like we're seeing success on that, right? Because um, there's days that, you know, we're not going to be perfect, but if we look at the grand scheme of things, um, was I hitting these tasks, you know, the majority of the time, like you always want to just be striving just to be one, at 1% better more each day. Right. And the objectivity of having a coach be the one who makes that plan, because when you come from, like you said, in the last part about decision fatigue, like a lot of people that we work with just don't even possess the ability to plan outside of the week ahead. And so, you know, you shouldn't have that expectation on yourself that you know what the bigger picture should look like. And then to be able to break that down in little bite-sized pieces, like that actually is better done by somebody who can look at it objectively. Like it's just going to be more actionable in that way. Yeah. And yeah, it's just like the coach you know, doesn't have that emotional tie to it. And they can give you a perspective that maybe you didn't think about. Yeah, exactly. The emotional tie is huge. Um, what, talk, talk to me more about the value of like celebrating the small wins along the way. Uh, so the reason we celebrate those small wins is because, you know, you want to like, instead of just striving for those big shiny goals, like you got to want to think down to the little things that have happened in the day um, that allows you just to feel like you're that one more percent more successful. Um, Yeah. So it's just a matter of starting on that positive note, right? You know, like we always seem to turn to the negative 
and thinking of all the things that we struggle, but it's like, I want you to tell me the bright spots. I want you to tell me what has gone well this week. You know, maybe you were struggling in one area, but like the other area you were getting outside daily. Cause that was just something you knew you needed to get outside and have that daily fresh air. And, but yet you were say struggling to get your water intake. Well, it's just a matter of like looking at the bright side of the things that have been going well, instead of the things that haven't been going well. And I always say too, is like the value in the journey is actually what happens in between from start to finish. And so whether you get to the end and you actually achieve whatever the goal is, or you don't, it actually matters a lot less than the stuff that happened along the way in the middle. And I mean, I've talked about this numerous times is in all of the things that I've done when I've got to the accumulation of the achievement, like it is never as exciting as you anticipate it to be when you first set out, you know, but then when you look back and you're like, wow, look at all this, <laughs> look at all the stuff that I've done along the way. And while in the moment, you might not even have been aware of it. But when you look back and you stack those bricks, like that foundation is the stuff where all of the gold is. That's where all the lessons are. That's where all the yeah. overcoming the challenges are. And you're just too often you're stuck in the muck. And again, without having like an objective perspective, you might not notice that stuff. So I really find having a coach is valuable for that in particular to be like, listen, I know you feel shitty about what's going on or, you know, you're not making progress, but like, look at all the stuff that you just said to me. And here's why this is actually big wins. And you're like, Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Holy crap. Like I did accomplish a lot, you know, super cool. Okay. Yeah. It's having that outside objective. Yes. Yeah. Imperative. Um, all right. This is the last sort of like main topic that you and I kind of came to conclusion on was the people that the 1%, the top 1% that see really dramatic results usually take it one step further and they really take into account what their environment is like. Okay. So what have you noticed about some particular changes your successful clients have done when it comes to their environment? One of the big changes I noticed was them just separating themselves from say the negativity from maybe a coworker or, you know, a friend that just always is looking on the, on the positive side, right. They're always finding the negative. So like just allowing them to then seek people that share the same values as them. And again, whether it's like friends, family, um, a gym environment, that sort of thing by them seeking out those positive, um, reinforcements that just allows them to like push out the negative parts out of their life a little bit more. And this part's really hard for people. And I mean, admittedly myself too, you know, you, you have friendships and stuff and people and relationships and all of this that you've been, that have been in your life for many, many years. And then all of a sudden you want to be in a position of growth, but these people that are surrounding you, you know, don't, or they look down negatively on what you're choosing to do. You know, it's not all too common where you show up for your friend's night out for dinner and they're all pouring drinks and they ask you for a drink and you say, no man, like I'm not drinking. And it becomes a hot topic of conversation, this choice that you've made, like, you know, so yeah. um, environment is just like so, so crucial. And I think one of the successful reasons from the opposite contrary 
is that when you surround yourself with people who are doing what you already do, like naturally you're just going to get pulled along with them. So is, are there any like moves specifically that you've seen from your clients that you can give us an example of a, with of like where they've placed their feet that you've watched them get pulled along successfully? Um, like one of my clients, I think even just like she switched jobs because again, like she just needed something that was again, supporting that environment. Um, not feeling like the stress that would come from it. Cause that's another thing we have so much stress in our life. And if a job is going to cause that much stress, then maybe it's time to reevaluate. Is this job actually serving me? Do I need to find something that actually serves me better? Um, as well as, yeah, I've had a couple clients that have just reevaluated some relationships in their lives, like whether it's family or friends and they just like realize that these people as much as they love them and they want to support them, it's just maybe they aren't going to allow them to have that much access to them as they used to. Um, again, still not like throwing them off to the wind, but just allowing them to push themselves in the right direction um, and finding people that are going to support their values, whether it's, you know, a weight loss, it's not drinking, it's, um, yeah, supporting them in that way. And I think this is another cause for effect of like where the coach being in your environment is incredibly beneficial. Um, I did another episode talking just about like support systems that the coach is like the top of the pyramid because that's where all the specifics get discussed, but they're only with you, you know, three, four hours in a week. And then you're to fend 23 hours in every other day to deal with what's going on. So having that peer support group of people who are doing similar things or on similar journeys or similar mindsets, it's important to be able to just like talk about your struggles and have input and suggestions from like other people who understand what you're going through, whether they're there along with you or they're, they've done it themselves. Um, like just imperative that social positivity, how lucrative. I'm going to use that word. It can be in success. And I say that very specifically because in all opposite circumstances, like that negativity can be such a barrier, you know, that people really, really struggle to overcome. So my question, what is like one helpful, actionable tip you could give to our listeners who might be struggling with some of the relationships and friendships and social circles they're part of who know that this is holding back their progress? What's like one thing that they could do? Um, I think it comes down again for seeking help, right? Like I've had these clients that they know that they need to set themselves apart from some of these relationships But I think it's just like having that reassurance from somebody else saying like, hey, you know, it's okay to not spend as much time with X, Y, Z, because that they aren't supporting your goals, or they are bringing you down in a mental state. Um, And just, yeah, it doesn't mean that you have to cut them loose. Like we're not like in high school, we're going to just like throw all these friends to the wind. But it's just a matter of evaluating how much time do you want them to have access to you, right? I like that. I like that a lot. All right. Um, so the more that you and I got talking through the success stories that we've seen, 
you know, it really came apparent that there are some, some boxes to check to see if our clients are ready to participate in the level up program. And so what I did was I actually sat down and I made this into like an, a self-assessment tool that if you're kind of sick of just being caught in the rut that you're in, um, maybe you're seeing no progress, or even if you have seen progress, but you want a little bit more for your life. Okay. That's where our nine week level up program comes up. And so listen, I put it together in a self-assessment tool. If you DM us the words on our socials at CrossFit function, DM us the words level up, and I'll send that free tool to you to see if you're ready for the level up program. Or if you're just ready, like in general to take the next steps in your life, it doesn't necessarily need to be for our program. It's just maybe find where you are on the spectrum of readiness to change is basically all that means. So hit up our CrossFit function socials, DM us the words level up. And then as you know, if you go to getfityorkton.com, that'll redirect you to our free Facebook group. And in there, there is so much resources that you can pull from. And even if you're at a stage that you're ready to change, but you're maybe just not ready to jump, you can grab any of those resources and make immense change in your life just by taking action on that stuff. So hop into getfityorkton.com. All right, Kelsey, bring us home. Give us a recap of some of the main key things of why your top 1% are seeing success. Again, it comes down to them setting their pride aside and seeking help um, that they just realize that they just need that extra little bit of help to push them forward um, to offer a new perspective. Um, the other thing is just, again, coming in with a bigger plan. Um, let's, let's look outside of wanting to lose that last, last 10 pounds. Like let's actually think about what more we want in our life. Um, and the next is just setting ourselves up for success with an environment, whether that's your peers, that's your gym, um, that's your family, your spouse, finding that support, supportive environment that's going to again help you allow you to reach those goals i love it so good what a great episode if hey to our listeners listen if you thought that this was helpful if you could take even one piece of advice out of here one piece of actionable steps that you could take um i need we want to know that this was helpful for you because that's what helps us keep producing content like this like if you like hearing this stuff let us know so I got three things for you. Take a quick screenshot of this episode. That's super easy. Just hit the buttons on the side of your phone. That's easier than me asking you to like and subscribe to this podcast, which I know that you're not going to do anyways. So take a screenshot of it and post it on your socials. Make sure you tag CrossFit functions so that we know that this resonated with you. And then last, think through your friends list. And I'm sure you can find one person who needs a breakthrough. If that's not you, find a friend who needs a breakthrough and send this episode to them. Um, I've spoke about it before. It's like, it's our goal at CrossFit Function. It's our mission to impact 5,000 lives in the Yorkton and surrounding community. And, you know, my team and I, Kelsey and I, and the rest of our team can do that ourselves. But that's going to take us a very long time. And we know that with your help sharing a simple episode like this with a friend who needs a breakthrough, like that's going to help us get there so much faster. Thanks for hosting the show with me, Kelsey. It was so great to have you back on the podcast and sharing some of the amazing tidbits of insight that your successful clients have seen. I can't wait for the world to hear the transformation stories that I know you have brewing behind the scenes. (laughs) 
Yeah. No, thank you, Taryn, for having me. I'm, I'm really happy to be here and I can't wait to share those stories with you guys. Awesome. We'll catch you guys next week. Thanks for listening.